Sinclair Ferguson, in his reflection on Christian singing within the church, provides a rich and theologically nuanced understanding of this practice, particularly as it pertains to congregational worship. His insights are grounded in a close reading of Colossians 3.16, a verse that encapsulates a theology of singing in the New Testament. Ferguson's exposition of this verse yields three profound lessons that are essential for a deeper appreciation of the role of singing in Christian life and worship. The first lesson Ferguson presents is the necessity for Christian singing to be informed by the Word of Christ. This means that the content of what Christians sing should be deeply rooted in Scripture. The hymns, psalms and spiritual songs that are sung in worship should reflect the teachings of the Bible, serving as an extension of the Scripture's role in teaching, reproof, correction and training in righteousness. This is not a mere preference, but a fundamental requirement for Christian worship music. The songs should be examined just as critically as sermons are for their theological soundness and their ability to convey scriptural truth. This ensures that the act of singing is not only an expression of personal emotion, but also a form of doctrinal affirmation and spiritual formation. The second lesson is that singing is a communal act of ministry. When the church gathers to sing, it is not merely performing a musical piece, but is engaging in a mutual ministry of the word. The congregation, through the medium of song, teaches and admonishes one another. This is a profound understanding of the communal nature of worship, where each member, through the act of singing, contributes to the spiritual edification of the body. The songs become a vehicle for conveying theological truths and for encouraging one another in the faith. This collective dimension of singing means that the choice of songs for worship is of great importance as they need to be capable of carrying this weight of mutual edification. The third lesson Ferguson draws from the text is the importance of singing with thankfulness in one's heart to God. This internal aspect of singing is crucial. It is not merely the external act of vocalization that matters, but the internal posture of the heart. The melody that God seeks is the melody of the soul, the inner thankfulness, and the spiritual engagement that accompanies the physical act of singing. This spiritual melody is what makes singing a form of worship rather than just a musical exercise. It is the heart's response to the truths of God expressed through the medium of music. Also, Ferguson's reflections culminate in a call to action for believers as they approach the worship service. He encourages Christians to sing with a renewed understanding and enthusiasm, recognizing the profound implications of what it means to sing in a Christian context. He reminds believers that singing is a spiritual discipline that unites the individual's heart with the hearts of others in the congregation, and together they lift their voices in a harmonious act of worship to God. Moreover, Ferguson points to the ultimate worship leader, Jesus Christ, who leads the congregation in worship. This Christ-centered focus transforms the act of singing from a routine part of the service into a dynamic encounter with the living God. The presence of Christ in worship means that singing is a participation in the heavenly chorus, joining with the eternal song of praise that reverberates through the ages. In conclusion, Ferguson's teachings on singing in the church offer a rich tapestry of theological insight and practical guidance. He elevates the practice of singing from a mere component of the worship service to a vital, communal and spiritually formative act that reflects the truths of Scripture, ministers to the congregation, and expresses heartfelt thankfulness to God. As believers engage with these lessons, their approach to singing in worship is transformed, 
leading to a more profound and joyous expression of praise that honors God and edifies the church.